Hi, everyone. As you may have realized from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about trauma in the chakras. This can be a very sensitive topic, and I wanted you to know right up front so you can make the best decision for you about listening to these episodes. They will not be graphic or specific, but if you think it'll cause you harm to listen, please don't. Your emotional and mental health is really important. Take care of it. Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, everybody. I hope that you are well. We are right at the spring equinox in the Northern Hemisphere, a time of growth and rebirth. It's an exiting from the darkness of winter into the promise of new light, new ideas, new prospects. The natural world feels exciting right now, like it's full of possibility. And I think it's a great time to tap into that energy and learn to flow with it. Ideally, we've spent the past season resting and preparing, kind of like what we talked about in our manifesting series. You can go back and check that out if you haven't listened. But now we're ready to step out into the world refreshed. At least that's the ideal. If you don't feel like that, it's okay. Or if you need a little more time, take it. It's a transition, not a hard stop and start. And not to get too much into this metaphor, but like us, even nature has its starts and stops. The weather will get warm or start to get warm and we'll think spring is finally here. And then the next week we'll get hit with a snowstorm and then it starts to get warm again. That's like us. We take some steps forward toward growth, and then something stops us. It doesn't mean we'll never start again or that we failed or that our promise and potential is gone. It just means that there will be a slight delay or maybe that the storm will show us something we wouldn't have learned without it. I used to have some tulips in my yard that would start to peek out of the ground every March, tiny little green shoots. And inevitably, we'd get snow that would cover them up. And for years, I worried that the snow would kill them, that I wouldn't get tulips that year. And I loved those tulips. I didn't plant them. The person who lived there before me did. So when they started growing that first time, I was overjoyed and surprised and delighted because I love tulips. So I worried. But that's that, that's not how nature works. Every year the snow would melt and those little shoots would still be there, actually having grown underneath that snow. I just couldn't see it. But they came back strong And a few weeks later, without fail, for more than a decade, 
they bloomed. Not despite the snow, but because of it. Because the snow gave them a little extra water, some protection from the cold air. I don't live in that house anymore, but I suspect they are getting ready to bloom soon. Now, why did I tell you a long story about tulips? Don't worry, I haven't switched to a podcast about gardening. I told you the story because, like I said before, we are a lot like nature. We're part of it, and I think we forget sometimes that we are. We have seasons, just like nature. We grow, we bloom, we get thrown off track by an unseasonable snowstorm, and we worry that we won't get through it. Yet we do. And we can come back stronger. I heard from some people this week about last week's episode about root chakra trauma. People concerned that they would always live in the darkness, in the winter, if you will. That their past experiences and traumas would always cast a shadow and that they would never bloom. So while I don't normally do two episodes in a row on the same chakra, I thought it might be helpful this week to answer a few of those questions and maybe show a little light at the end of the tunnel. And maybe that light can be some sunshine that melts your metaphorical snow and helps you bloom. Was that too much with the flower metaphor? If it was, if it was too much, apologies, but I do love flowers and I think, I think we, at least I, have a lot to learn from nature about growth and hope. So I'm going to answer some of the questions I got. Again, because it has to do with trauma, I will not be specific and I won't use names. And full disclosure, I'm going to paraphrase the questions a little bit as well, just to make sure nothing untoward gets disclosed. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The first question... Your podcast on root chakra trauma really resonated with me. I grew up in an abusive home and now I'm afraid to have relationships, even friendships. I'm already in therapy, but I recently started chakra work to go along with it. Sometimes I don't think I'll ever get past it. E. This is the question or situation, I guess, since there wasn't really a question, that got me thinking about those tulips and root chakra trauma. First, I think it's great you're in therapy and I hope it's working for you. Stick with it. And I love that you're adding some energy work in addition. It can really help your healing process. 
But one thing I want to say is that, and I don't know if this is your situation, but sometimes I think that we have this idea that we'll get through therapy or healing and that it will be over and we'll forget the past and it will all be over. That the traumas we experience just won't be part of our lives anymore. We'll be cured. Like having an infection, we take antibiotics and it goes away. No need to think about it anymore. But trauma doesn't work like that. Again, I am not a therapist or mental health professional, but at least when I do chakra work with people, the goal isn't to forget about your past. It's about how to first accept that it happened, what happened, not to struggle against it, not to try to fight reality. We spend so much time and energy shouting into the world that something shouldn't have happened, that childhood should have been better, that parents and teachers and other adults shouldn't have done the things that they did. And this is where it gets tricky. I'm always cautioning people against should and to avoid letting outside expectations dictate their lives. But in this case, societal expectations are correct. It isn't right morally. We've decided as a society, it isn't right to abuse or neglect a child. And as adults, I think we're morally obligated to protect the vulnerable of all ages. The difference is that in this case, shouldn't and did are at odds. You're right, E. Based on the world that we want to live in, those kinds of things shouldn't happen. Ideally, we would have none of that. But we do. So fighting it during your healing doesn't help you. Fighting, struggling, creates what we call unnecessary suffering. You already suffered during that time. And now you're suffering again and again by insisting that reality shouldn't have happened. Like I said, it's, it's tricky. With root chakra work, we aspire not to forget or erase the trauma, but to reframe our sense of security, safety, and trust now to create balance in your energy centers now. So I think in answer to the question of getting past this kind of trauma or chronic event, we can try to reframe our thinking around it. Not so much getting over it or getting past it, but finding peace around it. Now, I'm not going to say that will be easy because of course it won't. How can the trauma itself be peaceful? What I'm offering is that we can work towards peaceful thoughts and emotions in the present with patience and grace and compassion toward ourselves. The second question I got a couple of times actually was, variations on 
root chakra trauma occurring as an adult. In the last episode, I talked quite a bit about childhood trauma, which is sort of classic root chakra. But a few people were curious if a bad or abusive relationship or abandonment that happened as an adult could cause the same kind of thing. In my opinion, yes. I think if you asked a variety of energy workers, you'd get a variety of answers. Some people saying that root chakra trauma only truly happens in the particular ages it's associated with and all other traumas would fall into the other developmental ages or categories. And maybe that's true. We can't really know for absolute certainty. But my experience is that certain kinds of trauma present themselves with issues around the root chakra, no matter when in your chronological life they happen. So that's the best place to be working. For example, if your childhood was free of neglect and abuse, but in young adulthood you find yourself in an abusive, intimate relationship, that can show symptoms of root or maybe even sacral chakra injury. Or a deep friendship that ends really badly can have some of the same effects. It didn't happen when you were a young child, but the feelings of fear and shame and maybe even the attachment problems are similar. Not exact, because as adults, we have a few more tools and levels of understanding, but similar. Even if you're able to get out of an abusive relationship with relative speed, which a child wouldn't be able to, the damage to your psyche can still be there and can still begin healing with root chakra work. Some of the same practices are beneficial. The nice thing, (laughs) if there can really be a nice thing when talking about this, but the nice thing is that you'll also have your intellect a more developed brain to process your emotions and your sense of reasoning, maybe a little bit more developed. You'll have more tools in your toolbox, as they say, as an adult to process adult trauma. Childhood trauma can literally get wired into your brain. We talked about neurons the last episode. So the actual structure of the brain changes when it's dealing with abuse. It changes through every experience, but especially with abuse. And as children, we're growing and changing so fast that those thoughts and feelings get to be a part of the the framework of the brain, the foundation on which all other developments are made. As adults, it's less so. Again, not that it will be easy to feel trust or safety or security again after experiencing root chakra trauma as an adult, but you absolutely can learn to feel those things again. Now, you know what I'm going to say here. If you need professional help beyond personal healing, get it. If you need medication, take it. Let your root chakra work support and complement all the steps you're taking. It will all work together to provide that sense of wholeness and peace that we all want. So very long answer to the question, but 
Yes, I believe that root chakra trauma can happen when you're an adult as well as a child. And I believe that you can heal from both. The last question I want to get to today is a really interesting one. Honestly, one I hadn't really thought about. And it's one that some of you will want to be really careful about engaging with. It's about causing root chakra trauma to yourself. I really only talked about external trauma, which is what we think of as traditional ways that the root chakra can be hurt. This was a great question. I definitely don't have all the answers here, but I do want to address it. We know that root chakra trauma is caused by abuse, neglect, abandonment. Those are sort of the big three. But what if you find yourself in life causing abuse or neglecting yourself? Now let's, let's tread very lightly here. It is not my specialty by any means. And if this is something you struggle with, please reach out to a professional. Help is available. You can call 800-273-8255 at any time to talk to a trained counselor who can help you. I will put that number in the show notes as well. Don't hesitate to use it. It's free and it's confidential and it's for anyone. I do want to give you my take though, since you asked for it. My guess is that self-abuse or self-neglect doesn't cause the root chakra trauma. It's a symptom of the trauma. Those kinds of thoughts and feelings that lead to that behavior don't come up out of nowhere. It's it's possible that there is a childhood issue that needs professional attention, or it may be that medication of some kind is appropriate in this case. If your thoughts and feelings about self-harm haven't resulted in actions yet, take steps now. We want to find out the cause behind them. We definitely don't want to cover them up with false positivity or try to handle them alone or ignore them. Okay, I I think that's all I'm really comfortable saying on the topic, but I'll leave you with this. Root chakra trauma or any abuse at all is not your fault, but you do have options to heal, to step away, and you deserve to live a safe, healthy life free from it. Energy work, particularly root chakra work, teaches us that we have the right as part of the universe to live with security and authenticity. Therapy, root chakra healing practices are tools that help us to step into that life. Those are the questions I got this week and that I wanted to address before we move on to the next chakra. As always, your emotional, mental, and physical safety and security are of the highest importance. So take care of yourself. I'm here for more questions if you need, and I'll do my best to answer them. 
You can follow Your Chakra Coach on Facebook and Instagram and directly message me there if you want to. Check the show notes for the resources I mentioned in this episode. If you're finding that this podcast is providing value in your life, please tell any of your friends who you think might also get something out of it. We are growing this community little by little, changing and transforming ourselves, moving toward our highest good week after week. You can also join the Patreon page. Your support there helps keep me going. I don't know if you know that, but it really does help. Have a lovely week and I will talk to you again soon. Bye now.